0: Welcome to Phoenix Empire. This is your host, Bradley Santiago. Today we have a very special guest, Derek Santiago, which is my big brother. You know what I'm saying? My big, big brother. I say that with so much emphasis because love the dude. Uh, he's a fellow aviation technician like myself, which I do in the military. He just does it on the civilian side. Uh, he's had experience with uh, airframing. And yeah, this is the next Tony Stark here, the next aerospace engineer. And uh What's up, man? What you doing?
1: What's up, dude? I'm just at the house on my day off.
0: Always got to enjoy the days off, man. Uh, yeah, I'm get fucking one a
1: week, so I'm trying to do the most I can you when know, you know, I get that time
0: off. Yeah, and I mean, it's, especially if you can just take it and just get your hair cut, do everything, you know what I'm saying? And just relax, bro. Just let your hair down, and especially you, you, you rocking that fresh man bun. You know Yeah dude But like I said man It's all about being comfy This is the style that I want man I want I got a lot of uh, Idols And that's what I want I just wanted to be chill as possible I don't want to be serious You know what I'm saying We can joke around We can hit so many different topics Get on so many different tangents And then Cause lines are infinite bro So But yeah man yeah, yeah. Fucking How's everything been at work dude Everything's
1: good bro I'm Fucking Uh
0: That's all you can do, and it's like I told you, yeah. man. Right now, you're just stuck in a cave, like Tony Stark creating the first the prototype, and you just, eventually one, you're gonna.
1: That Mach one.
0: Yeah, eventually that you're Mach gonna be. One. <laughs> eventually you're gonna keep moving up and just keep working your way up, cause I know you got goals with, with the aviation, and that's, and that's that's great. You know, what I'm saying it's glad to see you from where from where we were to now, and I know you're good, and it's. It's the moment of, it's It's not relief, it's just those moments where you can just like, for me, it's like when I take off my boots from, com- from coming home from work, it's like, oh, that feels so fucking yeah. good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking, yeah. Um I've I
1: just been kicking ass taking names, name, bro. Um, hopefully, hopefully here, the, about the end of this month, they might offer me a full-time position, bro, they might. They might not, but, you know what I mean, they might offer that at the end of my contract. So, I'm going to be over here for a year, so I'm just, you know what I mean, making the most of you know what I mean?
0: He's got to roll with the punches.
1: Making the most of it, yeah, you know.
0: How we always do.
1: Yeah, prior to this, you know what I mean, I just had to make, you know, like, gave me lemons, so I made lemonade, don't you?
0: And then, and then I, I even say I even go as far as to say when life gives you lemons, uh, make sweet tea so you can make an Arnold Palmer because those those are hitters <laughs> right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. the like the one and only Theo Vaughn says, "Then hitters." Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, bro. But yeah, dude. Like I said, I was out the day, I ran a couple errands. and now I'm at the house just
0: chilling, bro. That tat you got is fucking clean.
1: Oh, yeah, dude, I you know, I had to do that, bro, fucking long. Uh, it's unique. It didn't take that long. It's unique, exactly. And I mean, dude, honestly, with tattoos, bro, like, I've only wanted a lot of tattoos and shit, man, but I just wanted something that fucking, like, people from, you know, like, 90s babies, like, you know what I mean? When people see my shit, they'll be like, oh, shit, But I remember watching that shit when I was fucking... You know, at home on a Saturday morning with the fucking uh fruity family the VH1, the, or the cookie, or the or the cookie crisps or the, or, you know what I mean, or the, or the fucking uh cornflakes, throw some sugar on them motherfuckers, you know what I
0: mean, or the frosted place. The frosted place was always uh, the last one, but when it was that last yeah. one, those those always hit the hardest.
1: Yeah, but those of you know you gotta eat those bitches. They gotta tear the roof of your mouth open or when they get too soggy. Yo,
0: it's just a waste of cereal. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they, tear, when they tear when they tear that world. the roots of that, that mouth oh yeah you that's know. that's when you, you know, know. know it's uh people, in
1: world. people cereal before milk people and milk before cereal people
0: and you it's two really different perspectives you know what I'm saying it's it's either side and then you got the truth that's what Dan Pena was talking about that Joe Rogan yeah. experience that I was watching and uh yeah. and man that shit is so true like I know you, are I know you're not too into him, but man, it's, that's a, Yeah. he's, he's, I
1: mean, I'm, I'm going to listen to the podcast before I go to bed tonight, um, but, uh, you know, I just, you know what I mean, I, like I said, anybody who's fucking a multi-millionaire entrepreneur, bro, I, I mean, they, they, they deserve some kind of credit, you know what I mean, maybe, I'll just. Maybe I don't like the way he um, goes about how he does his thing, but i think a one am judge? He's probably just trying to influence the young, the young community to to get this money while while you know the colonies party. For a fact, the economy's in a good spot right now. You know what I mean? You know that uh, DJT's out there, you know, kicking ass and taking names, bro.
0: Yeah, the Great so, White Hope.
1: Yeah, so so we so we got we got to get this money while it's gold it's gold versus on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unemployment between and for minorities is like an all time low right now, dude. So that's that's a good deal. Um, I might not agree with how how the man handles certain shit, but at the same time, you know what I mean? That's that's what happens when you're COVID, dog. When you're president of the United States, dude, you gotta you you, you know what I mean? You you you, you know let this, let this People that speculate can only speculate, bro. That's what it's big too.
0: What I've noticed though about him is, that like, he give no fucks, you know, and that's that's yeah, like dude, with any entrepreneur. Is, I
1: mean, he fucking is brewing with an iron fist, bro. Like, and people are upset about it because, dude. It's I, communism when. Got to argue with a guy at work because he was calling a an idiot, and I asked him. Explain why you think Trump's an idiot, and you didn't have an explanation. So he just he just
0: looked he just listens to mainstream media. I guarantee yeah, it.
1: Yeah, and I was like, well, I mean, you know, what I mean, what are your sources for news? And you know, what I mean, my sources for news are, you know, what I mean? my, my my sources are a little bit different. My sources are, are, um, you know. Alex Jones, drug report, you know what I mean? on, bro. Like, I, I, I'm getting, I'm looking to different shit and I watch the news and they say it's a, the total opposite of what the fuck I listen to. So, you yeah, know You can only see who's right and who's wrong. And it's like
0: Robert Kiyosaki said there's there's two sides of the coin. There's three sides to the coin there's a, there's the a heads, the tails, and then the edge. So, yeah. exactly. it's
1: like, so, like I said, I don't know. I think. He's doing thing, bro. I think he's gonna get another time You know what I mean? I think that uh, all that evil shit that's going on, far hard with the government stuff like that, man. That shit's all coming to an end, bro. You know
0: what I mean? Slowly but surely.
1: Yeah.
0: He's making it to where everybody can everybody can strive to be something. That's that's he's my opinion.
1: He's making America great again, dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, cause. Dude, think about it from my point of view, because I'm in the military and man growing up we we were watching Full Metal Jacket. We were watching crazy shit like as kids, like and people don't believe me, but I was exposed to certain things at a certain age because our parents weren't they weren't afraid to like Okay, go do it, you know what I'm saying? Go put the fork in the in the in the light socket. I'm not saying we did that. But you're gonna get shot, you fucking dumbass. But you're gonna do it and then my mom would be like, you're going to go do it, you're going to hurt yourself, and then I'm going to hit you on top of that on top of that wound so it'll hurt double yeah. so you can feel it because I told you not to do it, and you still went and did it anyways. So it was like hit first, ask questions later, and that's kind of yeah. how we grew up was like, you know, throw them, throw them blows first, you know what I'm saying, hit first, ask questions later, and that's savage. So... And nobody would fuck with us. They knew, like, that last name that we had was reputable. Even if it was under a bad light at the time that we saw, Is like, oh, you're Santiago? Like, what do you mean? Oh, you're Santiago. Like, I'm not, I'm not just any Santiago. And that's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I go through the military. But back to the military, man, it's changing. It's like uh, there was a general talking about, because the PT test, it's called the ACFT if you want to look it up, the Army Combat Fitness Test, and we're making the Army solid. Because they 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 said, I rather develop I rather de- deliver one devastating blow, than a, a bunch of a bunch of sissy blows that ain't gonna do nothing. And Dan Pena said it himself. He said it. Russia and North Korea they would have ate our plates. And it's it's no lie because we did have a sissified army. There's man, I thought I was gonna get treated like Full Metal Jacket. I went through and I was like, this was a cakewalk. You don't they don't break people. As a soldier, man, you're trained to kill. Like, I'm a weapon. I'm not a, I'm not, like, yes, I understand that, like, as a leader, you got to understand that people aren't robots and everything like that. But our mission is to kill first, ask questions later. And, you know, they started coming up with all these sissified rules. And that's why I was like, I'm done with this, man. You can't yell at nobody. They had a posting up that said no cursing. I was just like, no cursing, like how politically correct do we, how much more politically correct do and that's what happened, it became politically correct, and it was just like, it was diminishing, you know, the, the strength of the army was diminishing, and I was just like, and you see it, because you people have feelings, and it's like, I don't care, you can't hurt my feelings, because my feelings have been hurt so many times before, it's like, I have feelings, I just express them in a different way, so, so, people just like, people just, people can only, people can only, like I said, have their own opinion on things. And everybody's, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, own opinion. They're like assholes, but nobody wants to be told when there's stinks. And that's, that's how, I, that's how I thought of it. And I was just like, hold up, there's something wrong here. And I figured that out in the early age of, of the military. I was just like, hold on, there's something wrong here. It's not, this is how shit's supposed to yeah. be. This shit should be the army Uh, fucking bullshit you can suck a golf ball through a garden hose type shit but but yeah bro fucking how do you like it though fucking uh what company do you work out now what's
1: it called i, I, I work for uh spirit aero System out in uh kinson north carolina they're a newer facility i think about uh, 10 to 12 years old dude and they work uh basically for airbus we built the uh the, uh, the four lateral um the ford model shell the fuselage, all the planes in the fuselage, you know what I mean? like basically we build the fuselage of the planes and then we ship that to France and then from France it goes to fucking uh, Scotland and then from Scotland to Israel. I think that's where you the test flight in Israel. Mm. Um, So there's a lot
0: of Q&A that goes in between that I bet.
1: Um there's it dude it's it's you actually do you have to be a beast to work there as far as like a beast says when I say beast I mean like a mule. Like you know what I mean like
0: just like any other job. You
1: know, like that your working it has to be like back in to do like hard labor. You know what I mean?
0: The rough days. Yeah man. Those were rough days, but it broke yeah. us, man.
1: It, 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 it just, I have. Yeah, I mean, when you have good work ethic, bro, you can get hard. But I mean, like I said, like, I just build. I mean, I build the frames. You know what I mean? I mean, I build um certain frames. Um, dude, I mean, I'm. I just me and another guy building. I can. I mean, I pretty much fucking got that shit down to a science. You know what I mean? I mean I, I mean, I run off. My, uh, we use a 3D model a uh, right hemisphere, and that just is like a three D model, and that's mainly used for orientation. So, how your parts are, you know, the orientation of your parts. You know what I mean? You can have, two, you could have a part and put it on the wrong way, and the passengers still go in it. You know what I mean? But if it's on the wrong way, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're, you're fucking up. So I use that for orientation, and then you know, two D drawings, bro. You know, you know, all building materials and shit. Um, and you fucking uh you log into your work orders and you start from i mean from the basic though. you start from uh disassemble bird, all the way to fucking um bucking rivets torquing fasteners torquing fasteners stuff faster, splitting collars on the fasteners <clears throat> hold on bro electrical bonding all that shit bro so i mean it's a lot of work that goes into that one frame and it's gonna be eight to twelve hours in the day for sure
0: and that's every day day in day out huh
1: yeah, day, and day Punch in, day out. that for, clock? Me. I do a frame, and then my buddy does a frame. So we do two frames a day, four frames, and one MSN. So, you know what I mean? Every two days is an MSN being done. And those are the structural in frames, day. correct? Huh? The
0: structural frames? You know how it's, like, parted off? Yeah, in they, the,
1: go in the, they go in the fuselage, bro. That's the structure of the fuselage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they throw all the skins and all that other shit on there. You know how you like take a car apart, and you grip the door panel. Yeah, so it's, it's got subframes. All yeah, this yeah. shit under, you know, all the shit under. You know what I mean? That's basically what
0: we do. Nah, I hear that, bro. Um, so when you worked at Boeing, and I know Boeing is a is a very popular. Yeah, uh, you
1: know, Boeing's a manufacturer, bro. See, um, what's the difference? This place is an assembly place. Okay. So you have assembly, you have manufacturers, you have MROs, they're overhaul. You have, you know what I mean. You have, uh, you have more, dude. You know what I mean. Like you have more stuff, but yeah, I mean, that's as far as I know. And, like as far as what I can get a job in is manufacturing, assembly, or sheet metal work, which most likely some of the time is MRO work. So Boeing, Boeing builds the plane from scratch. Build the wings, build the fuselage, do something, build the flies, and Boeing, and the Boeing plane basically a giant chunk of uh, carbon, plastic. Uh, that's all Boeing was, all that, uh, when I was at Boeing dude I was working on the uh, 787, the dash 8, 9, and 10 models, but um, I basically was on the, what they call the flight line, which would be the final process, before the planes already sold and painted it's just the final process before it's taken out of there and flown with a uh, customer, which would be, you know, which I think their customers at that time were, going to were Norwegian airline and a uh, Japanese airline. So I was on there, you yeah. know, fixing stove bins, galley mat bubbles. You know, like you know, this might be a little loose here, tighten that up. You know, what I mean, basically whatever the the the, the customer wanted would, would done, I did. Uh, Right but on. like I said, that 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 took um, you know what I mean. That that was a pretty easy job, easy money. So um, that yeah, was easy money, bro. And like I said, that that I to do a month of training, and if you didn't pass a month of training, you get fired, bro. So like it's
0: it's put it's, up um, or shut up.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it was, it was uh, it was, uh, bitch, you know I mean? You had to fucking, um, uh, the training was just learning how to work the, the, the system, how to get to your, uh, BAC, um, your fucking, uh, 2D prints, how to fucking navigate through the computer system, how to log into shit, how to, you know what I mean?
0: The basics.
1: Yeah bro, it was it was, yeah, and then over here I did a week of training over here but it was fucking useless. But it was, it was all everything with PowerPoint. and bullshit like that. that.
0: By PowerPoint dude they do that shit in the fucking army and it's like that's like the worst way to teach because it's like uh it's kinda like a like a baseline way of teaching and everybody learns in different ways. So mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a that's way more visual me. learner. So. I'm
1: more like a hands on visual Yeah, exactly. Kind of learner. If you're going to put a fucking powerpoint in front of me, I'm not gonna
0: really goddamn. It's like school all over again. It's like, oh my yeah. god, this shit, like, taking yeah, notes. It's like, oh, oh, you should have learned that in the powerpoint. It's
1: like, which one, dude? I fucking watched 20 powerpoints in a week, so. so it's just, you know. And that's all they fun. do
0: in the army, dude. They pump you full of fucking powerpoints, and it's like, oh, well, we had the safety brief for it, and it's like, yeah, but... You only hit the certain fucking... You emphasize on certain things like FOD, dude. FOD is fucking, oh my God. It's super easy, but they still... FOD is the
1: most major... um, One of the most important things in fucking aviation is
0: always FOD, bro. FOD can fuck up a lot of shit, man. For sure. But yeah, what interesting... It doesn't
1: necessarily have to be an object, dude. FOD can be a fucking bird going into the end. Yep. that's fun you know what I mean be a lot of shit, bro. It's fuel. that's fun you know what,
0: I'm saying? what was like your biggest the biggest the hardest thing for you like from like schooling well first off let's 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 retract from that question uh what what made you want to go into aviation like what would you what so said that? Honestly, bro, that, we, that, we, that light bulb off. We always
1: say like they found, like they find their passion, and honestly, that shit found me, bro. Cause I was on campus at a guilt protect out in Greensboro. And I was at the main campus, and I was uh, at the time I was gonna get, i was going to uh, get my GED and all that shit, and I walked past the flyer. You know what I mean? And they said, uh, you know, the Guilford Tech uh, aviation program and all this shit. So I was like, holy fuck, so, you know, I got into it, just like that, met a, you know, I met, met, met this person, called that person, and then shook this person's hand, and then emailed that next person, and then boom, I just got into it, bro, like, that was it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's kind of how it works.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, that was about 18 weeks of just, you know, cutting your metal, you know, um, filing it down to the right size, drilling holes, drilling pilot holes, upsizing holes, do burning, chamfering, countersinking, bunking rivets, taking rivets out, dude. The whole
0: thing. What was the biggest challenge you faced doing that shit? Like, for you, like, Um, all in all, because I know you dealt dealt with, I know you dealt with the X, I know you dealt with a toxic uh environment that you were in but you still overcame it What was like what was like the hardest thing for you and if, like you can elaborate on on those hard moments because I know like for us I mean bro we we talk every single day and we don't miss a beat on it and I almost get sick almost to my stomach when I don't talk to you it's like okay he's not talking to me what what's going on you know and you're like oh I'm good this is we need that venting time every every time we talk and it's yeah. like oh dude you see um, that
1: I would, I would say uh, I think the hardest thing was overcoming the doubt from people who supported me while they were on my face and or are was supposed done. to I mean, that was the hardest thing. It was, um. how about now I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm up now, dude. Like, like I said, bro, like, I'm fucking making, you know what I mean? Like, I've been through the last year to now. Dude, August 12th would be the day that all that shit went down with me and my situation, August 12th of last year. And to August 12th of now, like, you know what I mean? Night and day. Night and
0: fucking day. And, uh, you
1: know, I kind of... Dug myself in a hole and then fucking put myself in a hole, covered myself up, and then just got a, you know, that woman Thurman kill feeling. You know what I mean? I kept punching that coffin. You know what I mean? Just punching that coffin. I opened that bitch and dug myself out the motherfucking hole, and then you know what I mean? And got on and kept it moving. You know what I'm saying, bro? So like adversity, you know, man. People, people, people trying to. Sh- shut the door in my face and I just ripped the door down and fucking gave him the door and said, you fix it. You know what I mean? Like, that's basically what happened and now it's just like, That's bro, the beast I you created. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm fucking, I want a whole other, like, level now. Because I'm not always trying to be this way, but I'm always trying to be this way to impress somebody and, 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 and now as I look at it, I don't have to impress anybody, bro. you like me, or you don't. You know what I mean? And no you've no always point. been that
0: way. From from what I've seen, it's always like, I do me. Like,
1: Yeah, I've always been like, I do me. But I do me, and then for those that I love, I do for them. You know what I mean? But As it should be. Right now, I'm just, just more of a... Warm, like i'm just you know i'm to myself but like, i'm not really just fly alone bro my, there's a reason craft. why they fly alone i only focus on my craft and, and 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 myself dude you know like just mentally spiritually bro like you know mind body and spirit dog. like you know what i mean like i'm trying uh, i'm eating a little bit healthier bro i'll be drinking a lot more water and like soda and shit bro like you know what i mean like i'm trying to get that right and then you know, like on my mind it's clear, dude. Like I just I got all that evil, toxic, just crazy shit that I fucking put myself through and it's gone. And then, you know, I mean my spirit's in a good place because like I you know what? Like I'm just like forgive and forget. You know I can't forgive that person face to face. You know, I mean just they know that they have my forgiveness, bro, because at the end of the day you got Life peace. Is gonna, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna do anything to harm you. Life is gonna put situations in front of you and make you question why you did certain shit to somebody. You know what I mean. One, just fucked in, or take this turn. Yeah, and then I mean? then
0: she hit you with the fucking car and everything, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. That's fucked up, dude. Like, uh, yeah. and I know you fucking man. You went through fucking. St- fucking everything with that fucking chick, dude, and she took you for granted. And it was just like, hold on, who's, who's actually fucked up here? It's like, and it's like, bro, like, you could be drowning and find the shore and still be on shore, but you're still drowning, you know, like, in that toxicity. And I've done it to people before, man, where you still, like, but I'm reading this, I'm listening to this audio book, it's, uh, it's called The Power of Now by Eckhart Toll. Pain can only survive through pain Like, you know, so If you're dealing with pain, you're only want to see people In pain, happiness is Is only gonna survive through happiness And positivity, same way, man And everything has Everything has, like, when they would tell you In school, read between the lines and think outside the box Like, they put it in front of you But you just have, it just has to click for you And, like, having that Having that clarity, man Dude, it's, like, the most peaceful Thing ever, because it's, like it's something nobody can take away from you no matter how hard they try to no matter what obstacle they put in front of you you just deflect it and it's like uh, you should look up you know who Jocko Willink is right? uh I don't bro bro Jocko Willink he's an ex Navy SEAL dude and that's what he talks about he talks about dude he's like uh he's like the extreme he's like dude a good fucking a great leader like probably the best man and that's what he talks about it's like deflecting. Like, people throw negative stuff and you just take it and turn it into a positive. Like, you can't see it that way, but let's see it this way. You see what I'm saying? What are you doing burping, bro? Come on. Nah, I'm kidding. I don't give a fuck, man. Nah, nah, nah you're good. You're good. I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking shit, bro. You know I am. We always gotta make a comment about everything. I don't care, dude. I'm, I'm vaping. Like, this is my, this is my podcast. This is my show, and like, my guests are gonna have that honor to just Kick back and relax, and I feel like you get the most out of your guests that way. When it's just like chilling, dude. And if I could smoke a joint right now, dude, I'd be smoking a joint. I'd be blazing the fuck out of a joint right now. But that's why I can't wait to get out the army, dude, and move to California, and dude, just, just be chilling, dude. Cause can't nobody tell me shit once I'm out, dude. Cause I feel like you always and you're always walking a tightrope with something in the army, dude. Like you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, you. And, dude, you you restrict your life, but you sign up for that certain lifestyle, but it's like, holy yeah, shit, not, Yeah, dude.
1: that's basically it right there, bro. Like, I signed up for a certain lifestyle. I signed up for a lifestyle. Having to work 50-plus hours a week, get one day off. I might not get a day off, and you know, just fucking, it's a constant drive. Now. But, at the end of the day, there's an ultimate goal that has to be made. You're going to want to make that ultimate goal. You're not going to want to fucking do shit, you know?
0: but yeah bro,
1: um i mean that's good though i'm i'm, I'm proud that you fucking found something you wanted to do bro and then you're doing it and you're like you know what i mean like you're all like ten toes down in that shit bro that's really what it's about man like you want something
0: and i'm gonna get you it. Put a
1: goal out there to reach it you, I mean, you gotta do what's gotta be done to reach it you know what i mean when last cutting people off by any means necessary like moving a certain way, then that's what's gotta be done, bro. what has gotta be done. As, as long as you're, you know what I mean. Because my happiness always is my happiness, that's, bro. That's what, you know what I mean. Hey, that's A. S. A. P. Rocky always striving to prosper,
0: dog. No matter what, dude, by any means necessary. That's what that's what it's all about, man. And and for me, it's like, okay, I'm sitting here trying to make all these people happy, but what are all these people trying to do to make me happy? You know. And it's like you gotta, you start to realize like, okay, who do I need in my life and who do I not need in my life, and you just cut them off, you know, and it's just, it's really like all about that. Like, it's just a
1: better feeling, bro. It's just a better like. I don't like having negative ass people in my life or people who are just not on shit. bro. And
0: people that people that don't see your vision for what it is, and it, and it takes certain individuals like family. Like, la cosa nostra, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's Sicilian for, I mean, it's in Spanish because, of course, like, Italians and Spanish is, like, similarities, but it's our thing. It doesn't, it's our thing. Like, it's our family thing that we're going to do. And I got, I got dreams and, like, 50 Cent said, get rich or die trying. Like, that's it, bro. Like, I'm willing to, I'm willing to die over this. And that's, that's something that, that people don't understand. They think it's a joke. They, they take me as a joke. Because like, it's funny how I can post a picture on Instagram, which I don't give a fuck about likes. I don't give a fuck about awards. I don't give a fuck about none of that. As long as I'm good, my wife's good, my kid's good, and the fam's good, that's all I give a fuck about. But like, I posted my, my episode and said, check it out, and I got six likes on it. But then when I post a picture on uh, with my wife, I got like a 100. Because people, that's fake support, you know, people are gonna fake support you. Like people don't support you, man. Like they just they just think like you're they think I'm out here like doing something false. They think I'm out here like bullshit and it's like no, I'm actually happy. I'm I have clarity now. You know and like where I spent I volunteered and I went to Psych Ward and spent ten days and man that was like the best thing I could have done where I had no no contact with anybody. If I wanted to talk to somebody I had the choice to call whoever the fuck I wanted and did what I wanted. When my wife came to visit me and she started getting all mad, I'd tell her to leave. Like, you're not gonna, this is my zone right now. Like, you're in my house, this is my court. Told the same things to the doctors. Like, you're not gonna put me in a room and try to triangulate me because you aren't the expert in my life. You might be the expert in in psychiatry, but you're not the psych- you're not the psychiatrist of Bradley's life. Bradley's a psychiatrist in his life. Bradley's a psychologist, and I understand like there's like certain things that they say and that 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 could be true, and that have been put to the test and that are true. But at the end of the day, it doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody's the same, and they give you like I said that baseline, and they go off that baseline. You know they 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 think they oh with my PhD like that's like gratification. Like yes kudos you went to school for it you're you're making a career out of it but you're not in my shoes so and don't and i don't want you to be in my shoes so don't try to put yourself in my shoes because you're not ever going to be able to see that the way i see it because like i said every every coin has head tails and fucking the edge and what's true to me is true to me like they're telling me oh you can't smoke weed blah 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 and i was like the fuck out of here, dude! I've been smoking weed since I was thirteen, and this has probably been the best thing that I encountered in my life. Like yeah. smoking a blunt, like it's relieving. Like, and people do their psychedelics and everything like that. And I'm gonna, dude! I'm gonna venture off in that shit too. Like, like Joe Rogan, dude. You have to
1: do shrooms, bro. We gotta do shrooms one day.
0: We will, man. Dude, that shit just got legalized in fucking. I'm pretty sure in Colorado and like Northern California. And, bro, whenever you come out and visit me in in, uh, in California, dude, we're going to we're we're gonna we're gonna get trippy, man. And uh, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Because we figured it out, bro. You know what I'm saying? We, we figured out what our MDMA is. And people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, he's on drugs. He's on this. Like, but am I on drugs? Piss test me. I'm not on drugs. You're a fucking idiot. You just, people talk in a certain way that you're not ever going to understand because you think you're right. And uh, people's egos get in the way of them. And what it is, is like it's like in the book of the power of the now, it's like people's egos are like, it's like when you try to reach out in a fire, you know better, you know, but to get burned, you know better than put your hand in a fire and you're going to get burned and then your ego is going to get the best to you. I'm talking to my Ruby, bro. Have a good day at work, man. The Ruby Tuesday, it's
1: in the microwave, brother. (laughs)
0: Yep. <laughs> is that the dude that you that you knew from back in uh, South Carolina No, nah, no.
1: Nah, nah, nah. I was he the old dude what, what's up with him we didn't ever try to get that contract bro he's a Texas dude doing like custom work on like custom private planes like custom interior work like, yeah, gold sinks and all kinds of shit
0: bro bro so like out of everything what did being poor and being homeless teach you
1: taught me not to take shit for granted, bro. Everything to be good one day and be gone tomorrow. Bro? Probably the biggest learning tool out there is, is adversity, bro. And That's adversity. Whether you put yourself in there or certain things that went on in your life put you there, but that's not the thing, man. That's what it is, just going through adversity. Um, just taught me to take everything, and <clears throat> don't take it for granted, and, and every every little blessing you should count it. You know what I mean.
0: I think for me, what it taught me, bro, was just like turn turn nothing into something at every point in at every point in your life, because pressure does two things, Derek, and we know what it does. And like I started, dude, I started creating diamonds because the pressure was on, because I was about to get kicked out the army, dude. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I found my podcast. And I was just like, they're like, you're about to get kicked out. And you're like the happiest dude in here. Because I was like, dude, like, because you guys are fucking sad. You guys just waste your days drinking. You guys have no clarity in your life. And you think that I'm, they think I'm on drugs. They're, they really do. Are you on something? They asked me that shit. And I was like, I'd punch you in your fucking face. And I could, because now I'm, I'm diagnosed bipolar. So if I punch you in the face, they're going to be like, oh, well, he's bipolar. So. They're going to be like, oh, well, it's like what Ma says, estoy loca y tengo papele. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, who, what are they going to say when well, you fuck with the wrong one? Yeah. And I have that ability, but I'm just like, dude, I'm not going to let that diagnosis, like, because it's not anything, because then my grandma told me that, who's who's really religious, she said that uh, that's the devil's talking. That when they tell you that that's the devil talking, because they're 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 trying to take your gift that you have and stunt it with the with the disorder.
1: Exactly. So she fucking knows what she's talking about, dude. She's fucking wise.
0: She's wise in all her age, bro. Yeah. And like that's the thing, man. And I can't wait for for me to help you make your podcast, bro. Because your podcast is gonna be dope. And dude, when we start talking about sports, we start talking about fucking, dude. That's just going to be really cool. I, I mean,
1: I'm really going to focus on sports and shit I like. So, like, a lot of anime, a lot of, like, what if situations with anime. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of, like, uh, you know, a lot of guessing games. Because, like, I'm waiting on that new season. I'm, I'm, no, I'm waiting on that new season of Dragon Ball Super to come in. I've been reading the manga. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm just waiting on that. And so, what it yeah, teaches, on that, what it teaches is 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 this, man: good versus evil. The, everything, yeah, I mean, everything shit, has a counterbalance really, in life.
1: You can put that shit. You can put that shit in anything in the world. As far as Dragon Ball, like overcoming adversity, like good versus evil, fucking, up. you know what I mean? If you're weak, you won't survive. All of it, bro. Like that's
0: one of the main reasons I like it, bro. Yeah, dude, for sure. And, like, it's like the question you asked me yesterday, who would you rather be? Uh, Tom Brady, LeBron James, or who else? Uh, Derek Jeter. And I was just like, that's a hard one. But, I mean, dude, I've been a Derek Jeter fan, dude, since I was like – because we had books in the library – and that's what sparked my interest was, of course, the Yankees. I remember when I had my Facebook. I I made a face. I had my Facebook, and I put like all of the players on there, like, like host. Uh, it was it was, I think it was back in, the last World Series that they won was that like what oh eight, not the last World Series that they yeah. won, but the was it oh eight, that they won with yeah. Derek mm-hmm. Jeter with uh, Jorge Posada. Yeah, and I put all those dudes on there. I basically put the start in, the start at nine, and everybody was hating like, oh, because we're from the south. Oh, you Yankee, blah blah blah. It's like, dude, the Yankees are the most successful fucking. uh, And what's his face said it? The two thousand eight, two thousand, well, two thousand nine. Yeah, and that's when they won it. And I was just like, that's why I picked because I had I had gotten the book from the library. And it was the first book I've gotten was Derek Jeter and then like dude he came out of high school bomb like that. He played in but um but LeBron, uh I don't I'm not a big fan of LeBron, but what he's done, man, his feats is like of course impeccable, man. He transcends and all these dudes that you said transcend the sport, like and I mean we can we can sit there and argue like who would you rather be like Larry Bird, dude. I'd depending on the era, dude, I'd be Larry Bird over Michael Jordan. Like depending on the era. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. whenever I mean, whenever he Larry had to Bird, be in the
1: late eighties.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the that's late eighties when Bird was
1: born. I mean Jordan was in the late eighties Jordan was more like a like, he had the bloom. Jordan boom. wasn't winning championships. The Celtics were knocking his ass out. The Pistons were knocking his ass out. But you once you know know I mean? he got
0: a squad. Yeah. It all came in due time, man, and he transcended the sport, and I mean, he, like, they talk about the the adversity he faced, and, uh, but yeah, dude, that shit is, that shit is deep, though, man, and, like, what I want to get into is, dude, how was the, the breakup, because I remember you called me, dude, and I was drunk off my ass, and I was like, I was so mad at you because I fucking told you, and, like, oh, she left me, fucking, she started doing this, and it wasn't almost a relationship towards the end, was
1: it? No, it really wasn't, bro. It was miserable towards the end. About the last four to six months, it was just horrible.
0: And how was it for you that you're trying to get your shit together and you have you have that weight? I
1: mean, it sucked. It bro, like, it just, I mean, it sucked because, you know what I mean, like, I f- had a plan in the future, like, I had invested into something, you know what I mean, and it just got all taken for granted. Um, but at the same time, bro, like, I knew what it was, man, I was just practically raising somebody and not growing with somebody, and I just couldn't, just couldn't allow myself to fucking, you know, like, Dude, that's just, it still hurts, you know, because I mean, it's still kind of like a fresh wound, I say, but at this point, it's scabbing up, you know what I mean? But a scab, the scab turns into a
0: scar, bro. Yeah. Jay Z said that in that moment of clarity that I sent you.
1: Yeah. And uh, that's basically what I had was a moment of clarity when I realized that, oh, I mean, I'm getting done a certain way because of something that I did. Which was try to be great, you know, uh, and it just I mean it sucked bro, like I just it was I was just miserable, I was just fucking miserable, dude, just always arguing with somebody, fucking, always fucking fighting, always all shit, always talking down to each other, always. To one-up somebody, always trying to get the better of the argument, always, you know what I mean? It's, never like, it's a competition, it's, it's not even a relationship. It's like a competition, it's not exactly, and I mean, there's a blame, there's a lot of blame to go both ways, you know what I mean? But I'd rather somebody tell me, to my face, sit me down, like, that shit's over with. You gotta
0: listen to Blame the Game side.
1: by Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather somebody sit me down and give me closure. And take it like that, and somebody's not to fucking traumatize me and affect you know what I mean, like affect my life in a fucked up way,
0: I do really believe that. That's the last impression that left on me is that. That's what, um, and she, well, ultimately what I, this is just like reading people, you know, like, not saying I'm a fucking median or no fucking bullshit like that, but ultimately, like, she wanted you to experience what she what she has experienced in her life, and that's why I told you pain can only, pain only recognizes pain. And maybe she was going through, maybe she was having, of course she went through pain in her life, not having her parents, like her parents, both in the Air Force, both pretty successful in the Air Force, but then it was like her, her dad was, and I'm pretty sure her dad was done like miserably, like, like her mom did. You know, and it's a learned behavior. It's, like, what what she saw in her relationship. You know what I mean?
1: like she, Yeah, that's true, bro. Like I said, she did that from, like, when I was, when we started, she was talking, she was messing with Francesca. Well, she started with Drake, and then ended up messing with Francesca, and then messing with Francesca, she messed did with me, and then, you know what I mean, basically four years go on, and then she basically does the same thing again, so it's just a pattern, I mean that's basically what serial killers do. You know what I mean?
0: Like they you know, it's like it's a thrill in it. Dance. And I mean I've I've cheated too. I mean I know you're not innocent of it, but it's like once I met my wife I knew like that was out of me. Now I don't even women can look all they want, but dude it's like I don't even want you. Like like I have I know what I have at home. If the grass is green on the other side then venture off. But not always is the grass green on the other side. But it's it might be what you think like, and people always cheat because a uh, a moment of relief is better, is better than than that than what you think. You know that moment of relief where it's like, uh-huh. oh, I found this. But like little do you know they know, that person that you're cheating on on that other person with they know you're cheating on you're cheating on them so. They don't want a relationship with you. They just want your ass. They just want. They just want to get their dick wet. You know what I'm saying? That wet, wet. Yeah. So.
1: And bro, honestly, like I could, at this point, bro, it's like I could just care less whatever is going on in her life, bro. Like what's going on in mine is, is way bigger. Good right now. You're you're living the you're
0: living the dream that you that you fucking envisioned for yourself and that you hope to envision us, for her. You
1: know what I mean? I'm manager for the both of us, and now I'm just living it out by myself. And I couldn't be happier. Though, you know, it is what it is. You know, you just chalk that shit up to the game.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's just all like a game plan, man. Everything, everything goes back in a circle, dude. Like the same way the Dallas Cowboys lost in the divisional round. You know what I'm saying? That's a scar that we had to endure. And I mean, me and you as fanatics of that team. We can post it up on the wall, and I'm pretty sure you have more posts on the the writing on the wall, and you can look back at it. And history always repeats itself, you know, and no matter what way, people people always think history repeats itself in, like, big history, like, big wars and everything. Nah, history repeats itself in your life, because your life is history to somebody, whether you see it or not. So... And I, I don't I don't think me personally, like, dude, because I got left... I got I got did dirty, dude. And I tried to commit suicide over that shit. And, like, I don't know if you know about that shit. But that, that shit hurt so bad. Like, I didn't know what to do, Derek. And I didn't know who to talk to. I tried to talk to people, and they didn't have time for me. I was just like, dude, I just need to talk. Like, and, dude, I'd stay up nights crying just, like, like a fucking baby. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit hurt, you know? And, like, but it was because I... It was off the damage that I inflicted, and eventually she left me. And I was just like, oh, dude, this hurts. Like, this hurts so bad. Yeah, it sucks, But eventually you develop that fucking, that scar around, that you develop that callus around you. And now, dude, I would never even think about committing suicide because I know what my life is worth. I saw, I didn't even think about, like... what 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 mommy would think, what poppy would think if they found out that I was going through that, you know? And that's the thing, I try to reach out to to mommy and poppy and they were like unavailable and it was just like, fuck. They were just kinda of telling me like, Yeah, you go through heartbreak at times and then it's gonna suck, but it's a heartbreak that you have to endure on your own and it's kinda of like the same thing that we did with our childhood. You wanna go off on your own, you're gonna to have to deal with it on your own. We can't help you no more, you're a grown man. And doing it by yourself is like probably the best thing that I that I for me personally. But you always need that helping hand, you know. And thank God I had that helping in through some uh through a finance seal that I have and man that dude is gold to me, you know. And like he wants to stay in the army and he wants to make a career out of it and that's perfectly fine because Every man's success is their own, and that's why I don't. That's why I don't fault you. If you want to stay in aviation, keep going for it, man. Because you could be the next dude that fucking takes us to Mars. The possibilities yeah, are man, endless fucking, if you try.
1: Fucking, like I said, I'm I'm gonna make something out of it, even if it's not like fucking worldwide, bro. I'm gonna make it something out of it for me and something that I can fucking you know hang my hat on. You know what I mean?
0: And that's how it is, dude. That's, that's really, ultimately, that's how it is. Like, you want something that you can hang your hat on. And then another thing is, like, dude, like, think about all the shit that we went through, like, growing up, like, the, the, the abuse, you know? Because if you chalk it up to, like, what it really was, it was abuse, like, mental, physical abuse. And that shit was... So it's like we went through it already, but we just went through it in different ways. But overcoming that shit is probably like the hardest thing that I had to realize because it's like you love someone so much and it's like, why are they hitting me? Why, why are they abusing me? Why are they doing this to me? And you just don't understand it, especially as a kid. You know, growing up with abusive parents, with an uh I mean shit, dude. Our mom's fucking nuts. But then again, you think about it, it's like she had to raise four four children on her own because. But anyways, that's just that's another story for another time. But but yeah, dude. Um, I think, dude, that's that's another one. I want to get mommy on here, dude, because there's her English is like. Great, and I want to ask her like, how was it? How was it raising three kids and and uh, and well, three boys and a and a girl? How was that? Cause she, I mean, she basically did raise us on her own. Bobby was there, but he was more of like the financial backing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, holy shit, dude! Like, now I wonder. Now I know why she would spaz the fuck out, dude. Just like. I deal with my wife sometimes, and it's like, "Oh, babe, you kill me," but not in a bad way. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, dude, this was crazy as fuck, bro. Growing up was pretty insane. But yeah, it was crazy. You remember that one time? you remember know, that one time we threw socks old straight out socks bro and using as boxing gloves we busted that window that that that, that window in, in our in our bedroom we busted that shit out yeah and 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 ma came home <laughs> mommy came home and <laughs> dude I ripped she already knew what was up dude and, like she beat the dog shit out of us dude But she beat us she beat us with the fucking like the trimming around the door Inside of the frame She snapped that shit off With the staples in it And everything And finished with
0: that shit Dude She already knew what was up She knew we had fucked up Dude I was in the shower And she was still beating my ass <laughs> Yeah
1: Oh <laughs> um. Shit, bro, that shit dude, I was crazy. in 5th
0: grade bro, when that happened shit. I remember going to the bathroom, dude And my back was all bruised the fuck up And I was just like Bro,
1: look, my legs were all fucking welted up and shit, dude Like, that like Bro, she beat the fuck out of it, dude Yep, because me and Derek that wanted to play boxing filled, That shit Feel me, though To like, not like You know what I mean? Like, if I could survive my mom Trying to murder me With a piece of fucking fabricated wood Yeah you know what I mean? I could pretty much make it for me anything on. You know, the shit had staples in it, bro. It I remember the staples. I can still feel that pain talking about it when the staples were hitting my skin and shit, bro. Like that shit was insane, bro.
0: Yeah, I got a scar, but it's covered by my tattoo now, by my by my half sleeve that I got. But it's I covered. That
1: one and the one time, uh, boss slapped me in the face. Remember when I punched you? Yeah, I was telling you something about yeah, that the other day. Yeah,
0: he slapped the fuck out of me, dude. Because all it was what was, was, it? was. What game were you playing? Weren't you playing
1: like. I only got a, I only got a. What the fuck is my lighters? I only got. Only lighters I got. You can keep that one over there. That's
0: that crack lighter, boy. But nah, I forgot what game you were playing. All I wanted to do was play no, the game you know, with
1: you. In. Even the hot pocket, and you know what I mean? And you know how I do, like make some hot shit, bro. And I like try to cool it off. I like, bite into it and like cool it off in my mouth. Yeah. And then nigga Bradley just got aggy as fuck about it, and I was like, dude, what the fuck, bro? And I think I don't know, somebody pushed somebody, and I just punched Bradley in the face. But I feel as soon as I hit Bradley, I was like, oh, why the fuck did I punch you, dude? You know what I mean? I felt bad.
0: Yeah, I didn't do nothing. And then,
1: just came around the corner, man, and that motherfucker, his hands—he used to work. I think he was roofing at the time, bro. His hands could slap the thread off a tire, bro. Like that's how thick and callous his hands were, bro. And he smacked me, bro. And as soon as his hand made contact with my face, tears came out, bro. Dude, he slapped me like, one time was just like that. Slap and fucking tears. Dude, it was like it's like he
0: would reach back and touch the back of his ankle and just like man. wow. Like, dude, yeah. he didn't hit us often, but when he did, bro, you remember when he would, like, whenever we'd be you spazzing in the room? We laugh about it now, man. but in the she time, dude, just, I hated her ear, so much bro. for it. She
1: used to pull my ear, bro, and, like, it felt like my whole shit was about to
0: disappear. Bro, she oh, made my, my ear bro. crack, dog. Dude, I was oh, like. Yeah. So, I never felt that pain before in my life, right? Whenever <laughs> she pulled the fuck good. out my ear. That shit
1: was borderline. That shit was borderline, dude. That shit was borderline. I think people are going the work. That shit was borderline. Dude, I think about calling the police sometimes when I used to get beat because it just wasn't fair <laughs> that, I <had> to, <laughs> that I had to get my ass whipped that bad just because I skipped school or I smoking or some shit.
0: Every single time. Uh, yeah. Dude, I remember me and Raul were smoking behind Pa's car because you remember he pulled it up in the back to watch the Jetta, and then yeah. Raul had came through with the with the aluminum bowl that he made. You remember the one you could roll up on the pencil and then you fold it, and then you could yeah. pack it up. And then I wasn't I wasn't smoking. I was smoking, but Raul was the one caught with the ball, dude. And Bobby came around the corner because he smelt that shit, and bro, he he hit Raul like. On the shoulder, he didn't – and Ro was like, what the fuck, dude? You, you're only going to hit me? But, dude, he had it out for Ro, though. You know, <laughs> <remember? laughs> Yo,
1: that, that's, that's basically Ro wanted that shit, bro. It's like, oh, I'm the only one that's getting hit. <laughs> and like,
0: like you're not – there's not no more consequences for anybody else just me. Like, that's just who he is, bro. Dude, he dealt with that shit a lot. And I understand, like, why he goes through his struggles now, man, because that's how he felt. And like, but that's the thing though, man. He had it he could have had it made, dude, with skateboarding. That's why I'm getting him his board, dude. I was like, that shit's gonna be perfect for him, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hook him up. Cause that's that's bro, we've always supported each other. Oh, bro, you know what we need to talk about? You remember you remember when they got the divorce, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Bro, and it was all of us from the time we could remember until we were until I was like probably like fourteen, thirteen, bro. And then we all just split up, dude. Life changed for real for me. Yeah, shit, I had to grow up quick, bro. For real? Because where did you go first? Did you go, then you go to the motel first? Then I
1: moved, no, I moved in with Bob, and then, like, on my 18th birthday, I think I, you know, on my, I think it was my 18th birthday, bro, me and him got into some shit. Then he kicked me out, and then I was just pretty much from a hotel to, like, just sleep in here. So at some chick's house or like you know what I mean in her car and they get like it's up bro. It mm-hmm. was like a rough me, like a rough year almost. That was like a year at that bro she was fucking
0: And Raul dead. thought I had it made at Dylan's like, nah dude like you're you're still not somebody's child, you know what I'm saying? You still don't get everything mm-hmm. that they get and like they try to give me the most that they could which is is greatly appreciated. But it just wasn't the same. I'd rather, I'd rather have like my brothers and us like struggling to eat, and then us having that bomb ass uh, corned beef or or some bomb ass rice, rice with beans, than yeah. than like going to that. Cause I mean, dude, I didn't have a cell phone. Like, and it was always some stipulation as to what they wanted done, and I was just like. Yeah, it was just was different, fun. you know, it was different it was, living there, and I was just like,
1: different, yeah, bro, but like I said, bro, I mean, shit, I, bro, yeah, you remember that shit when, like, you, like, what the fuck was it, like, you were, like, a junior or a senior in high school, bro, and, like, every, we were all selling drugs and shit, nigga,
0: I think I was a senior, so we stayed
1: on twenty. yeah, we were on 27, bro, we're like, we're we about yeah, to make it big. good times, bro. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 25, bro. But I, I lived, dog.
0: That's what I, that's what I try to tell you, Sella, bro. It's like, I'm 22 years old, but we've done enough shit. Yeah. And it kind of helped me, um, though. I feel like moving in with Miss Fell and Dylan and everybody, it helped me because it helped me become my own person. Like, it kind of helped me see, like, Selling drugs and doing the bad shit is not the way to go. Like if you just stay on the right yeah, exactly. path, you know it's gonna exactly. it's gonna help you. And I still skipped school and everything, dude. I dude I can't remember how many periods I had missed my senior year. Dude, I had like, dude, I had missed like over like fifty something periods. Dude, I had a fuck ton of absences, and I still graduated, bro. Like I walked that stage, you know what I'm saying? Like probably at like the bottom of my class, but. I graduated bro that was that was yeah. it because i got my diploma it, dude and it was a great feat it was great to see like my family there to support me at the end of it and like i did i did anything to fucking get mom my sincho and you guys tickets i was like yo i need these tickets for them because they get they're about to see me graduate high school because you raul or hazel didn't graduate either and yeah. I was just like, bro, that's gonna be something for my brothers to see, and they'd be like, you can accomplish it, you know what I'm saying? And dude, I graduated high school in three years. My freshman year, dude, I had one credit. That's when I, that's when I got to that fight, and I beat the brakes off that dude. Oh yeah, dude. Nah, no, you beat the
1: fuck out of that guy, getting like a fucking confession or whatever.
0: Yeah, dude. And it's just like, and for me, it's just like, dude. That's why, I, that's why I didn't get along with Bob because it was like. He would he would praise you guys, but like it'd be like when I did something, he was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still not supposed to be doing that. And he would always try to give me a fucking lecture. He's just like, bro, I just want you to say like, oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like he was never like, oh, that's what's up. And then he tells me now, he was like, I saw more in you than than what you saw in yourself. I was just like, okay. you just probably did not
1: articulate that shit. Yeah, exactly. He, he, grew up, he probably grew up pretty rough his damn self, bro. Like, he grew up real rough. Dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, I right, think bro, he was shooting understand. up. I think he when was shooting up. up. When you're Hispanic, when you're Hispanic and you grow up in the U.S., bro, like, you have certain things that people don't have, whether it's the bare minimum or not. Like, like imagine being a fucking, like, imagine growing up in Puerto Rico, bro, where, like, you goddamn get your goddamn ass whooped with. Anything bro, you know what I mean? Like they need to the, like and then imagine growing up in PR in the seventies, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, like you had to be fucking you know what I mean? Like you had to be tough to get by. You couldn't be like now, bro. You know what I mean? I think that's just what probably is skilled enough us just like just being tough, you know what I mean? Like don't be a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna whoop your ass but this is the ass whooping that you need. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he Somebody, always hit below the legs. Bro, they, don't get their, they don't get their ass whooped like that. Fucking, Tom, you know what? They're fucking already on heroin and they're 16, bro. They get everything. They, they get everything they fucking want. Was like, I listened listening to the King of this thing yesterday, bro. Even though they were joking, it was like uh, Theo had just got back from Disneyland. I
0: was, was watching it.
1: Brendan about it. And then Brendan was like, was like, I got a seizure pass. And he was like, oh. And then Theo was like, oh, yeah. Somebody's going to be on Smackdown at <laughs> 12. Like, he's like, there's got to be a direct correlation between Disney and drug addiction by the age of <laughs> 12. Dude, he's, he's sort of smart, dude. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's on that quack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was watching it. I was watching it. I've I seen it. He was talking about how it's like there's there's a fucking gift shop in every fucking corner. Yeah. That's how they trap you, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, we sit back and laugh about it now, but it's, like, in the time, dude, it was just, like... I just didn't have the heart to fucking tell the teacher, like, oh, look at my back, because I'm all bruised up because of my mom. And then after my mom would look at it and start crying, like, I'd be like, don't fucking cry now. This is what you did, because you are fucking spaz.
1: Yeah, dude. So... Yeah, it was, like I said, bro, it was tough, but it was, like I said, bro, like... It was, it was needed. Now, dude, and like, I'm, like, look, I mean, I'm not the most successful man in the world, but I have a little success, you know what I mean?
0: You got enough for you, bro. That's all you need. Yeah. You got enough for you, and that's why i ain't never going to look down on... If if I take it and I become a millionaire, I'm... Well, dude, you already know I'm going to the 1%, bro, and I'm going to die trying to get there. But that's what I'm going to leave for my family, you know what I'm saying? There's not, there's not ever going to be a Santiago that from here on out, that's, that's gonna be broke, you know what I'm saying, that's gonna be needing money. Because money is is a quantitative thing, and we put our, like, instead of putting, we put, we try to put money uh, first, and it's like, nah, bro, you gotta be rich of the mind, and the soul, and the spirit. Everything else will come after. When you become rich of the heart, and rich of the mind, bro, there's nothing better than that, bro. And I started thinking about it, dude, I was crying, because I was just like, I don't want success no more. I don't want money no more. I, want, I just want to spread my message. That's all I want. Like, and yeah, we do We do certain things for money because, I mean, money isn't everything in, in life, but it's the only thing people keep track of. And I don't know who actually said that, but I know Dan Pena said that. That's where I got that from. But it's true though. Why do you think people have net worth? It's like, money isn't everything, but you're gonna need money to do anything you wanna do in life. Everything in life, you need money to do it, There You wanna go buy the next pack of cigarettes? What's how much is it gonna cost yeah,
1: you there?
0: You know what I'm saying? You you're gonna have to pay the toll. You have to pay that toll fee. And uh shit ain't shit, shit ain't free, Randy. Shit ain't free, Randy. <laughs> Can't get no more free, Randy. That shit's hilarious. But yeah, bro, that's what and that's what that's something I wanted to tell with my kids, bro. And I was I was talking to my son. And dude, I and dude, I gotta. That's that's another fucking, that's another thing to indulge in, man. That I'm gonna that I'm gonna create too is like, it's like challenges of a single parent, you know? Cause I mean, I got they have their stepmom, but she doesn't know them. They don't know her, and it's hard because I want them to know her, because that is gonna be their second mom. You know what I'm saying? Like she's gonna take care of them, and I know she's gonna take care of them, because she loves babies, she loves kids. And dude, I was telling my son, I told him I was like, You're Simba and he was repeating it to me. I told him, Say Rar. And he, he mm. was roaring and everything, dude. And I was like, That's my uh, boy really right there. Dude, he's he's,
1: bro, that's my
0: buddy. He's gonna dude, he's he's I, special, I, I man. I wish I could
1: get to spend more time with dude, but you
0: know what I mean? That's just you know It's it's parental alienation and that's what she does. And bro, like I got her to admit some certain things, dude, and I mean, we'll talk about it on another on another frequency. But dude, like Everything comes about. Everything comes out in the end, bro. Like and like I said, bro, it is what it is, and it is what it ain't. You know what I'm saying. But man, I'm I'm gonna wrap this show up, bro. And I appreciate you fucking coming on, man. And there's gonna be many more to come, Derek. You know, once you start chores, I'll be a guest yeah, on yours, yeah, and we can yeah, talk we talk gotta, sports. Uh, yeah, we gotta get on. We gotta
1: go into more shit, man. But like I said, but like I've been up since probably about ten o'clock this morning, dude. Yeah. About to be seven o'clock interviews. So, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm just you a, yeah, you're in a
0: little haze. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and meditate take, or something. Yeah, I'm gonna go take me a nap.
1: Like you know, if I go, I go dump my nugget in some sweet and sour sauce. You catch that drift? You know?
0: Yeah, and, uh, that that riff. Yeah, you know what I, I'm talking about?
1: You know I mean? That butterscotch balls.
0: Yeah, but be good, bro, and I love you, man, for real. And right, you already buddy, know, buddy, this This bro. is this is the first one of many more, so. All right. All right. Yo, All right, bet. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. This is your host, Bradley Santiago, CEO of Phoenix Empires, and that was my older brother, Derek, and be prepared to have him on the show multiple times. But, yeah, remember, always keep your head up. Life sucks, but it sucks when you make it suck. Life is the best thing in the world that you could ever have. But stay cool, Jim. Ladies and gentlemen, peace.